Okay, so first up we have American Horror Story. And this is only season 8. But there is a season 9 that is currently playing. But I haven't seen it yet. I don't actually have cable. So I can only catch up when uh, it shows up on Netflix. But nonetheless, if you haven't seen the first, what I would say, seven seasons, uh, this season's probably going to be a little bit confusing, but also not really. But it is kind of a compilation of all the characters from the, or really just all the stories. Because Apocalypse, which is season eight, kind of combines everybody from the other seven seasons. You end up back at the house from the first season. Uh, the witches play a huge role from the third season, I believe. Uh, you know, uh, Tate from a bunch of, from, I believe, I think that's the first season. But if I'll be honest, uh, I, ha I didn't actually really watch the first season. Wasn't able to watch it. And also, was I watched like the first two or three episodes and I was like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. But what it is, man, they really did, uh, Ryan Murphy and Brad Falchuk have really changed uh, the idea of television shows, 100%, because the special thing, outside of just how good the writing is for the show and all those other things, it's a really unique type of show. The way that they put this together, where they they basically, they have several seasons, many different seasons, but each season features the same actors playing different roles. So instead of you, instead of having uh, a season, uh, an entire show that basically cultivates its its beginning and ending from all of the seasons, this this show has actually put it all together in one season. So for instance, like the story of the Coven, which is the witches. Okay, that season it, it begins season three and it ends in season three. I should say that story. Begins at season one, ends at season three, and that's it. You get a beginning and an end. Instead of the entire American Horror Story show being drastically about one thing. Each season is different. Okay, I feel like I'm just keep saying the same thing over. But if you haven't seen it, you're out of your mind. Because this is one of the more popular shows in existence, I would say. Easily. When it comes to entertainment, American Horror Story is right up there with American Crime Story, I think is another one, by the same people. And these guys are just murdering it, man. They're murdering it. They're doing so well, putting out so much great content that it's hard not to pay attention to the two writers and producers of the show. And they've been doing it for a long time. This isn't their first rodeo. You know, they came around with uh, Glee, was one of their other shows. You know, that's a huge show. If you've never seen that, you know, you're also probably out of your mind. I've never seen it, so I'm out of my mind. It's fine. But I guess what I'm getting at with this is I just wanted to talk about season eight because, you know, the last season, it was uh, interesting. The Roanoke season as well, interesting. But it just feels like not super scary. Not really a horror, if that's fair to say. And uh, this season really kind of brought it all back together. Because season 8 features witches, warlocks, Satan, or the spawn of Satan, really. And uh, the cooperative. And what's interesting about that, outside of just the name, the cooperative. The cooperative is basically the Illuminati rebranded. 
they changed it up. And according to the show, they changed it up because it was becoming too obvious to the rest of the world that they existed. So let's switch it up. And that's smart. That's a good idea. And 100%, I believe it could be possible because believe me, I was a conspiracy theorist uh, probably 10 years ago obsessing about, hey man, the Illuminati's running everything. There's these white-haired men that are running everything. They're pulling the strings. They're the movers and the shake. They're they're the ones that make the movers and the shakers make the moves and shakes, huh? And that's exactly how I feel, still, and this this kind of reconfirmed it. Because I feel like they don't put this stuff in your face for any other reason than for you to be like, oh well, it's not real because it was on a TV show. Well. That's just part of the game, my friends. But this was a great season. I had so much fun watching this season. It took me a little longer to watch uh, this show, uh, this particular season, than anything else. I pretty much can fly through most things, but uh, this one here, I ended up pretty much starting it over and going back through the first three episodes because I was confused. So I guess what I'm saying is we now have proof that the Illuminati is out there. And why is that? Another television show has said so. I mean, there's Taco Bell commercials, for God's sakes, you guys. That right there is proof they're out there. And they're simply toying with us. So we have to come to the acceptance. Uh, we're being controlled. But I guess um, another great thing about this show, outside of just how good it is in general, I think the last season or the last two seasons have featured new actors uh, I believe it was the Roanoke season that kind of introduced uh, more actors into the show. And one of those actors is actually Carrie Fisher's daughter. I think her name's Bobby Covey. I know it's Bobby as far as her first name. But uh, yeah, she is versatile, dude. Like, I have not seen somebody that is as young as she is with the ability to pretty much transform from one, one you know, role to the next. Because she starts out in this season eight as... Um, Coco's sidekick like her assistant sorry not sidekick and Coco is allegedly this super rich chick she paid a hundred million dollars for a ticket on this plane basically to get away from the apocalypse and they end up in this um, I don't even know what it is it's some sort of uh, protective place <laughs> I forget what they call those things but that's where they end up going and like I said the the assistant's name is Mallory and she's played by Carrie Fisher's daughter, daughter uh, Bobby and she ends up playing, she ends up looking different three different times in the, sh in the series. And every time I see her, I'm like, who is that? Who is that? Oh, shit. It's, wow. That's crazy. Now, it makes me wonder, like I said, I'm, I'm a huge fan of actors. I like a good actor. I like when somebody has the chops. And I'm very keen when it comes to bad acting. I can, I can sniff it out. It's pretty, pretty easy to tell. But I guess really what it makes me wonder is, how long has she been at it? How long has she been, you know, uh, acting? Because not only is she the daughter of Carrie Fisher, but she's the granddaughter of Debbie Reynolds. So there's two different... Wow, right? If you didn't know that, uh, I just I just burst your bubble, huh? Because you're like, what? I had no idea that that was her. And she's acting in, a, in an amazing show and doing real well. Because season 8, this most recent season, feels like it was fully dedicated to her specifically. In the sense that she was kind of one of the main people. She was one of the main characters throughout the entire series. And with that being said, you have to acknowledge the fact that she hasn't been in every season. Right? 
she just came in last season or the season before, and she's been in here. She was uh, winter um, in, I think it was the last season, Colt, where, uh, what's his name, Evan Peters is her brother, and it's this whole Colt thing, <laughs> and yeah. Uh, that's uh, like I said. I believe that's the first season that I seen. Uh, actually, saw her in, and this season she's been in. She's been in in this season many times. She's in the entire season, but she changes what she looks like multiple times. And you're like, who is that? Who is that? What happened to the other chick? Where'd she go? What happened to the other lady? Where'd she go? And sure enough, it's the same one. And that's what I like. That's really good character acting. That's the ability to turn into another person, and not seem like the last person that you were playing even though she's virtually the same character throughout the entire show or season she seemingly is a chameleon as soon as she puts on glasses or her hair's down right there's so many different things that she does that's really small that makes her look different or seem different to the people that are watching such as myself but Outside of that, there's another really uh, interesting introduction, a new character that came along who is another main character in this season, and he plays the son of Satan. And initially, you don't know that. Initially, you don't know really what's going on. You're just kind of watching, and people have powers, and there's covens, sort of. Uh, the apocalypse has happened. There's rich people. There's hairdressers. Um, some sort of a... I don't know. I don't really know what the apocalypse consisted of besides a bunch of nuclear bombs. But certainly they ended up uh, letting these horses go after they killed them, pushed them off the side of a hill. And when they finally you know, came to rest at the end of the hill, they ended up being like dragged into the woods by, by pretty much whatever is still out there surviving. And that's the crazy thing is you go through and you watch this entire series, <clears throat> not series, but this entire season. Excuse me, I keep saying that just because I tried to clear up the confusion at the beginning of the episode. But anyways, you, you continue watching this and you're like what is still out there is there still survivors out there are there people out there for real still just walking roaming the earth that aren't a part of these uh safety facilities or whatever probably because eventually uh billy eichner billy eichner uh from billy on the street and a bunch of different things he's super funny uh, he's been in several of these last seasons of american horror story and he's great he plays a couple different characters within this season and does a fine job he does a really fine job. He's one of the, like, bad guys in a sense that gets, he gets left uh, as the nuclear bombs are coming because he's apparently the wife or husband of uh, Coco, which is the really rich woman who ends up spending $100 million to get her and her hairdresser out of the nuclear blast. And he's pissed, and he ends up surviving and showing up. Ends up showing up and kills her. Put it this way. Uh, to sum up this entire season, it is... The Illuminati, uh, witches and warlocks, Satan's son, and uh, rising, uh, bringing the dead back, I guess. What is that called? Raising the dead. And not like zombies, just bringing, bringing people back as soon as they die. In fact, several of the characters die more than once in this episode, in this season. So you watch it and you're like, oh, is this guy going to die? Oh, he did. He did die. Well, good. At least they have somebody there that can bring them back. Oh, they died so bad that there's not even an existence of a soul? Oh, crazy. Like, that's what the guy who was the son of Satan, the son of Satan fella, he was able to kill people to the point where they couldn't even go to hell and bring them back. But multiple times, uh, the witches as well as the, the Satan fella, they end up going to hell. 
and bringing people back. Like, hey, we got to build our team. We're going to build our team from witches that we know and stuff like this. And it's really, it's creepy because the way that they portray hell when they actually go to hell. Oh, and I will say one of the things that I didn't like about this was they kept doing, like, for instance, when they bring Cheyenne, I can't think of his real name, or his, his character name, John Henry. Yes, John Henry. When they bring John Henry back, they do this, like, black and white, like, 19, you know, 10 type of film where it's, like, silent, and there's just pictures with words, and then there's, like, it's ridiculous. If you haven't seen it, you'll understand what I'm talking about and probably agree with me. We didn't need that. It could go without. So overall, I have to say 4.5, and it's continuing to grow and get better and better. American Horror Story Season 8 is available on Netflix right now. Alright guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Can't Sleep cast. This is a podcast that I find really interesting and I like doing. I do my best to try to bring horror stories and just uh, horror movie reviews and whatnot to this podcast. But overall, it is just a fun thing for me to do. I like to have fun making this show. I like to just kind of be random sometimes, as well as kind of come back and stick to the script. The reason that you guys all come and listen to the show. It's a phenomenal thing. Uh, You can contact me personally by email at we rot together at gmail.com you can contact me on instagram at patrick michael comedy or twitter at i think i'm irish and if you want to do more by supporting the show you can go to patreon.com slash trash panda media and make a donation and become one of our patrons man it'd be a fantastic thing i'm going to be changing that up very soon so the link will be different but overall the support goes you know, it's it's phenomenal. It's It goes a long way no matter what you do as far as support, whether it's following me, emailing the show, telling us how much you like it, and all those things. Just listening to the show really helps support the show. But until next time, I've been Patrick Michael. And good day.